Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Travis Miller, a.k.a. Mr. Cornerstone. And this is Monet Miller, a.k.a. Confidently underscore free. And this is the Becoming, Becoming One, One podcast. podcast. Yeah, we decided to go ahead and make that move and start a podcast. Um, we want to, you know, share just a couple, some information about ourselves. We want to build a relationship with you guys and create a community, you know what I mean? Because we're in this thing together. together. You feel me? Uh, so we're gonna start off with a quote. Monet likes to do these quotes, so yes. she has one for you. So the quote of the day is: "If at first you don't succeed, succeed anyway." And that's an unknown author. Um, I really like that quote because it's it attests to or it speaks to the um, "never give up, go getter" attitude. A lot of times in life, you know, people can get discouraged, myself even included, if you are going after something or you try something and it's just not working out or you're getting frustrated or it is not what you envisioned or thought it would be. Um, It's very easy to kind of get discouraged and not want to continue to pursue it or to just, you know, completely give up altogether. Um, But, you know, the quote, if at first you don't succeed, succeed anyway, basically just speaks to the mindset of, I don't care how long it takes. I don't care what I have to do. This is my goal. I'm going to achieve it point blank period. So that is your quote of the day. Yeah. And you really have to have that mindset if you're going to actually achieve anything because stuff just comes up. You know what I mean? Stuff just comes up and it just kind of blocks you and gets in your way from reaching your goals, no matter what it is, if it's graduating college or uh, even high school, getting that job you want or starting a business or even starting this podcast, writing a book, whatever it is, something's going to come up. So if it doesn't happen the first time, if it's what you really want to happen, you have to get up and try again. Because um, life is going to happen. I mean, regardless sure. of whatever it is you're trying to do, life is going to happen. And if you allow that one scenario, one incident to stop you, I mean, what else will you stop pursuing? What else won't you go after? What else will you miss out on experiencing in life if you allow that one thing after another, after another, after another to stop you from pursuing whatever the endeavor might have been? Right. So that's really important to make sure that you're not allowing um, failure or the fear of failure stop you from going and pursuing. Yeah. And again, this is the Becoming One podcast. You're listening to episode 001, the very (laughs) first episode of the podcast. You know, we're pretty excited to be here. It's a a new journey for us. Um, Rather, it's new sharing this thing with you guys. You know, we've been having meetings, is what we call it, family meetings for a while now. Yeah, it's been a few months. Yeah. Longer than that. And we kind of have been doing what we want to do here anyway uh but we really wanted to share this with you guys in hopes that it helps people but monet i have a question for you Mm -hmm. so why now like why did why did you agree (laughs) were you cohorted to do it i was not forced why why now why you want to start a podcast now well first of all if you if people listening do not know travis one thing about travis is that he is very persistent um, he is, he, he sees things in people and he really just wants to bring out the best. Me, if you know me, I am, have been known to be very stubborn. Um, a sure lot of times, <laughs> a lot of times my stubbornness just comes from fear. Um, and I think a lot of times Travis might think, oh, well, you know, she ain't listening to me. And it didn't really have anything to do with him specifically. It was more so me. Can I do this? Will I be able to rise to the occasion? And so now in this season of our lives, 
Um, I'm just really in a place where it's like, okay, um, I, I do have things to say. I have things worth sharing and I can't allow self-doubt or believing that, you know, my experiences don't qualify me or my experiences, you know, aren't worth sharing. I can't allow that type of thinking to hinder me from just speaking my truth. And so I think in this season of my life, uh, being comfortable with knowing that it's okay for me to speak my truth, whatever that looks or sounds like. And so I want to be someone who can encourage um, other women, um, other married couples to just, you know, know who you are and be able to be comfortable with that um, and don't run from your potential. Um, I know me personally, I've struggled with, you know, not pursuing my potential just because I didn't know how it was going to work out or if I was going to be able to, you know, achieve or do or become. And so um, now in this season, I believe that it is such an awesome time to just speak and share and give other people um, who are married, who are wanting to become married, um, that community, that space, that place where they can, you know, identify with other individuals because by no means are we perfect. Um, but we just want to share our journey and we think that other people could probably identify with some of the things we've gone through, some of the things that we go through and just be able to really, um, speak to those situations, those circumstances, those feelings, those struggles, um, and just let people know that they're not alone. For sure. Um, honestly, the reason why I really wanted to get into this, uh, especially with the podcast with you, Monet, is because I feel like it helps us grow. Uh, just these conversations, a lot comes out in these conversations. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of growth that happens. Um, usually we'll start, honestly, we'll start arguing, <laughs> you know, but. And by argue, that's more so me having a really strange facial expression or Monet. not saying something with my mouth, but saying something with my body language. Monet becomes like <laughs> a fish out of water. It's when you grab it off the hook and it's just flopping. And you have to hold it to get it in the bucket. When they start <laughs> flopping around, it's like you will not uncover what you're trying to get to right now. But you got to like stay your course and you're going to get to it. Um, but anyway, I really wanted to start this podcast just because I know for myself growing up, there weren't men or women, for that matter, really sharing the inner workings of a marriage or mm-hmm. a relationship and things of that nature. I grew up under the what happens in this house stays in this Ooh, house thing. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I know that. Yeah, I grew up under that. And what happened to me is that I came up uh, feeling as though, or knowing rather, that I wanted to get married, but I don't know how. You know what I mean? I know you have to buy the ring. I know you had to uh, do the ceremony. And you go on your honeymoon but then after you get back from your honeymoon, I don't really know much else past that. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of winging it. And then jumping into fatherhood on top of that was something, you know, that was way out in left field for me. So to to have somebody um, like myself and Monet uh, in this conversation is something that I just felt really excited about. There's a lot of people who don't have access to uh, an actual person that is willing to share their thoughts on marriage and, you know, sex, religion, 
uh, physical fitness, you know, whatever it is, friendship, family, there's not that many people willing to share that and go really in depth about it. So marriage right now, I feel like is under attack and a male voice needs to be in that conversation. And if it's something that I see, then it's something that I should talk about if I'm willing to step up to the plate and I actually see it as a problem, which I do. I see that marriage is under attack as a problem. I'm in a lot of male groups and it's one of the biggest topics of conversation is relationships. What's going on? How can we be better at it? How can we learn from each other, learn from our mistakes? And if I'm really going to be real with it, uh, me and Monet's relationship has been up and down. Would you would you agree? <laughs> up and down is a good way to yeah, explain it's been, it. Yeah, it's been up and down. Like we've had the communication problems. We've had you know the been on different page issues as far as you know expectation wise. Like yeah. what you would expect, what I would expect, what we thought the marriage would look like. As far as this is what I expect the marriage to look like. This is what I expect. Um, you know, I know for me, this is what I expect parenting to look like. This is what I expect, you know. Right. Um, well, you know, in comparing yourself as far as the relationship to other people, you might not necessarily have like, oh, well, this couple does this. You might not have like an actual couple in mind, but just knowing like what a lot of people will do. So you could have expectations. I know I've had expectations of, okay, well... You know, you should be spending this much time at the house or you should be spending this much time going out together as a couple or you should be doing X, Y and Z. Um, so I think in that sense, just not being on the same page, that definitely was a big, big thing for me. Right. And, you know, I don't think that we've had every problem that a relationship could have because I don't really know every problem a relationship could have. Mm -hmm. But we've had a lot of them. And these are things that have literally destroyed marriages and relationships. Monet, how long have we been married? We will have been married for six years, August 21st. Yeah, it's, we're coming up on six years, and that's right around the range that people start getting divorced. So pray for us, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send some <laughs> <No>. prayers up. <laughs> for real, but, you know, I'm playing. Um, but that's right around the range where people start getting divorced. Uh, even right now in today's climate, you know, we're going through COVID-19 and there's like a lot of jokes and you know I'm gonna take it as a joke I'm gonna laugh along with y'all but at the same time comedy kind of puts a reflection up to us as far as where our society is and a lot of the jokes that I see going around going around the internet with parents or marriages you know I saw one today I thought it was funny the guy was on the roof just drinking some <laughs> corona and you know he'll lightly banged on the roof and he said something along the lines of day 13 and my wife still thinks I'm working on the roof type of stuff. And it's just like, man, we really can't be in the house together. Now, me personally, I haven't had those issues. Have you? Have you I, have I, I have been getting not. On I actually like when you're here and I think a lot of people... Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I like when he's here, but I think a lot of people are just so set in their routines they are so accustomed to not being around somebody so much. And in that not being around them, there's a lot that they don't know. And I think 
um, not knowing someone. And I mean, you, you're constantly learning the person you're in a relationship with. You never know everything, but I think it's that limited amount of information they have that they thought they might've had more right. now that they're forced to be in, in a confined space or in a smaller space together all day, every day, people are kind of losing their minds. Like, Oh my gosh, you know, the way that he just, you know, grinds his teeth when he eats it, it, it could be something. And I'm not saying Travis does this and using that as an example, but I mean, it could be something that people do or have done for the entire stint of the relationship that suddenly now it's just driving people insane because they don't know how to spend time together right or how to properly argue yeah it's another thing people I think, always go for the jugular yeah i think that's something that we we definitely had to learn how to do but it's it's all jokes until you know we actually sit down and realize like that's real life like you have friends who can't stand who they're married to mm-hmm. um and that's something that we just can either lay down and you know let roll or we can stand up speak out and help each other out you know lift each other up and help fight against this thing because it doesn't make sense for the divorce rate to be that high to be honest with you i think people just they lose hope and they don't know how to get it back That's or good. a lot of times they think the other person needs to be fixed or the other person needs to change what they're doing. Now, there are instances and situations where someone in the relationship may be doing something that does need to change, but a lot of times, and we were just reading this book uh, by Grant Cardone, it's called The 10X Rule or the 10 times rule. And he basically was saying that things that happen in your life are your responsibility, not necessarily your fault specifically, but you're responsible for how you react and respond to things. And I mean, your spouse might be doing something that is driving you up the wall, but instead of trying to figure out, oh my gosh, you know, he or she needs to change because he or she is doing this, that, and the other, you could literally look within yourself and say, okay, how can I respond to this? How can I better, you know, express my husband or my spouse's love language? How can I best communicate? How can I do something that is expressing, you know, love so that way I'm, you know, basically serving my spouse or I'm trying to meet my spouse where they're at versus just trying to, you know, they need to change, they need to be fixed and I'm fine. It's their fault. So when you brought up hopelessness, Mm -hmm. have you ever felt hopeless in this marriage? I probably did at some point. I can't necessarily say at what point in time, um, but I think for me, it was more or less feeling like I don't know how I can make myself a better spouse for him because um, I've always been very self-critical. I've always you know, been in my head all the time, always having conversations with myself. So I I do know that there was a point where I just felt hopeless. Like I can't be what he deserves. I can't be what he needs me to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you get to that place of trying to become something for somebody else, um, you are literally setting a bar that you probably will never be able to, to meet. You will never be able to rise to that occasion if you're trying to be something for somebody else and not looking within yourself and saying, okay, what do I need to do to be the best version of myself? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that uh, a lot of us kind of feel that way, but what, what kind of got you in it, if you remember, and what got you out of that? Um, I don't necessarily remember what got me in it. I, I think it, it, well, actually it probably was when we would start to really get into communicating or we at least attempted to, cause we're much better at it now than we were. But probably when we were in the beginning stages of trying to actively communicate, and it for me, it always felt like we were focusing on 
fixing me. Something's wrong with me. I'm having an issue. And I always would think to myself, I don't understand why you would want to be married to somebody who you're constantly, regularly having to pour into and it doesn't feel like that's being reciprocated. I felt like I was just constantly, 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 constantly taking from you and it was just draining you. And it just made me feel like what, like what kind of wife would be married to someone and they're just literally sucking the life out of them. That's how it felt. So I don't know exactly at what point that that happened or what situation might have triggered that, but I do remember that being a feeling that I had. And I think for me, what kind of brought me out of that rut was probably just understanding that this is where I'm at right now. And at some point, I'm not going to be here anymore. Mm-hmm. And I had to look at it for what it was. You were you were trying to, and are even still always trying to help me. You're not trying to fix me because I'm not broken. Um, and so a lot of it had to do with the way I viewed myself um, and less to do with how you were interacting with me. Yeah. And I think once I started to accept the fact that I am not perfect, because I always, you know, in the past, have struggled with this concept of perfectionism and that stemmed from childhood. Um, so I think once I got to a place where I understood that no matter what I do, I am going to make a mistake at some point and I can never and will never be perfect. I think once I got there, I was able to view our interactions for what they were. Okay. She's struggling in this relationship. I'm struggling. And so he sees that I'm struggling. He doesn't want to let me continue to struggle. So he is attempting to help me. Now, you know, between the pregnancies and postpartum and all that stuff, I'm sure that had a lot to do with it. Um, And then just my whole mindset of how I viewed myself had a lot to do with it. And so I think now, especially since, you know, we moved, oh, for those who don't know, we moved to Charlotte in December of 2000. Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes. Of December 2018. Um, and so I think that was just a really, it, I mean, yes, it was a big physical move, but I think it was also just a, a representation of us making a change. And I know since we've been here, there's been a lot of changes that we have both made individually and together. Um, and I think that was kind of a pivoting point for me. Um, you know, just, just since being here, letting go of a lot of things, moving past a lot of things, getting through a lot of things, working on a lot of things. So, um, I don't know. Did I answer your question? I might have just kind of veered off. I do that sometimes, y'all. I'm sorry. I sometimes I just go <laughs> left field. I just be rambling. Somewhere in there. But I really feel like that, that needs to kind of be... So I don't think I've asked you that question before. No. Nope. So, uh, I kind of want to dive into that. Maybe... Not today. Mm-hmm. And just make that its own separate thing because we still got, you know, some other stuff that we said we want to get out, get out there. Mm-hmm. So maybe on the next one, we'll talk about that. That's kind of deep to get into the first, it is. the first one. Sorry, y'all. But <laughs> anyway, um, we'll, we'll jump into that maybe next time or whatever. And if y'all have any questions, you know, please send us, you know, messages, send us voicemails. Um, our email is becoming one podcast at gmail.com. And that's O N E, right. not the number one. All words, all letters. Yes. Wait, yeah. All Same letters. thing. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. Spelling Beco- out. Becoming, becoming one podcast yeah. at gmail.com. Just, you know, just ride with me real quick. So, 
Uh, send all your questions there. Uh, we'll be talking about feeling hopelessness in marriage next time, I guess. Yeah, we'll solidify that. <laughs> so um, let's jump back into why we started this podcast, where we're going, what we're doing. Uh, what is kind of your vision? What do you kind of want to get out of this, Monet? What's the vision? What's What's your... What's your end game? Like what, is, what, what is it? What's going on? I've always, I mean, just in my professional life, because um, I'm a stay-at-home mom now, but I've always worked with um, populations of, you know, at-risk youth. I've worked with at-risk families. I've worked with even at-risk adults specifically. And I think um, a lot of times just seeing um, struggle, just seeing individuals who need some hope, need some inspiration, um, need um, a direction to even move into. And I think for me, my voice, I think specifically in this season speaks to women. And so what I really would hope to do is just to allow people to be set free and feel liberty, um, just in every area of life, but also to be able to connect. Um, it's very hard to connect with your spouse when you don't feel a sense of liberation or freedom. Um, because you won't open up completely. You won't have that dialogue. Um, you won't be as trusting as you could be. You won't be as open as you could be. Um, there's just a lot of things that you'll kind of try to brush past or not address or cover up. And I think with this podcast, as we you know maneuver and navigate through this, we'll give people that sense of hope, but also just know that um, they're not alone and they're not out here by themselves. There's other people who are going through the exact same thing, trying to figure it out and navigate as well. So that's what I hope to see from this podcast. Right. And, um, for myself, I want to really just create a community of people who are willing and able to grow together. Uh, I think that I originally wanted to do something, you know, along the lines of either a podcast uh, for those that know me, uh, I started writing a book, um, and it's always been like an excuse as to why not. And I think that kind of draws us into the, the next thing is just excuses. And the real reason why I think this hadn't started beforehand is simply a bunch of excuses mm -hmm. were believed. You know, whether it's, well, other people are already doing it or, you know... I don't have the voice, I don't have the look, or I'm too busy, or, well, I'll just support this guy, you know, um, I know I use that as an excuse for too long. By the way, if you guys aren't following Belief in Fatherhood, How Married Are You, and Yvette Unplugged. Yvette Unplugged, yeah. Do they have anything else? Um, I think, I think that's it. Yeah. If y'all aren't following those, that family, please go follow them. I've been a supporter of them for a long time. You know, just so you know, they don't know who I am. <laughs> they have no idea. <laughs> they have no clue who I am. They have no clue I'm talking about them right now. We're not friends or anything like that. But I just really like that family. Um, I've been supporting them for a while now. And I said, when when I first had these ideas come up, I said, well, he's doing it. And he's creative. He's bright. He's at home with his kids. He's with his wife. He has a, a great message and a creative way to show that message and tell that message. I'm going to support that guy. And then I did that for years now. 
And each year, I still ended the year with, man, I feel like I have something to say. So um, I'm going to say it. And, you know, I draw inspiration for him, from him. Uh, but for him, he's like a a unknown mentor for me, uh, whether he knows it or not. Well, he definitely doesn't know it because he doesn't know me. But he's <laughs> like a mentor for me, just the way he's able to speak and handle his family. Uh, um, but anyway, that was just a little Sorry. shout out and shout out to them and what they do. Uh, the Chocolate Babies, Belief Mel, and Yvette. Mrs. Melanin. So shout out to y'all. Love what y'all do. Uh, keep doing it. Y'all are really inspiring us. You know, me, Monet, and the kids yeah. all watch. So keep going. But back to what we're talking about is we, we use those things as excuses for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember in our earlier communication, I think you're kind of getting more out of it now, but I would ask a lot of, a lot of why questions. Mm-hmm. And whatever question I asked, I always felt like I was getting like an excuse from you and myself. Um, So this is a season where we're finally saying, you know, no more excuses, no more excuses. If you want more, then go get it. Mm -hmm. You know, we're happy with where like, are you happy? Yeah, we're, we're happy good. with where like, life we is. We are probably, this is the healthiest we've been, I think, individually, physically, mentally, emotionally, like marriage-wise. This is the healthiest we've ever been. Yeah. So we're we're happy, um, but hungry I'm, is the best way I yeah. think I could put it. It's happy, true. but hungry. You know, there's some things that we want to get and we're still going after in our life, um, but we want to show that there are it's possible for young couples to be together, to be married with children. We have three kids. Yes, we do. Uh, TJ is our oldest. Yes, that's Travis Jr. He's our oldest. He turned five January. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Atara. That's my baby. <laughs> Atara Bree. So daddy's girl right there. Yeah, she was born nine nine eighteen, And then we have, I'm still uh, a newborn. But, yeah, she's a newborn, Aaliyah. Yeah, Aaliyah. She's born December 23rd, 2019. And we're done, so yes. don't ask us. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're done. Um, but we have we have three kids right now, but it's possible for you to have a young married couple who can walk through life, walk through the trials and the ups and downs, good times, bad times, the kind of unknown times like we're in right now with mm-hmm. COVID and, you know, things are just changing and uh, you can just, you can be together. It's possible for it to happen. Uh, so we want to be a voice in that community. We want to be another representation of it because what I've learned over my lifetime is that it's not always the quality that gets put forward, but sometimes it's the quantity. And if people are hearing more than not, that marriage is negative or bad or, you know, black men don't get married or black women don't get married or black men don't want to be married. You know, if that's continuously heard, then that's what's going to be believed Mm -hmm. and that's what's going to be passed down, you know, and I don't want to be a part of that. So if I don't speak for me, for my own values, I feel as though I'm saying that that's okay and it's not okay with me. So I have to speak. 
there's way too much going on right now um, with this podcast. I want to be able to kind of provide some insight and wisdom that I've learned and hopefully Monet has learned. Yeah, and I think just (laughs) being able to share experiences because, I mean, we can use, and I know I've used the excuse before of, well, you know, I don't know if I'm qualified to do this, that, or the other, or, you know, well, I don't know. Neither one of us are therapists. Not at all. By the way. I I, I went to school for social work for like a semester, or two and a half semesters, but uh, yeah. I went to school for (laughs) civil engineering, but both of us love to learn and grow. I study like how the mind works. You know, we can probably get into that later. But I've studied how the mind works and how to kind of push yourself to do what you want and need to do for a long time, probably since like sophomore year of high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been getting into that for a while now. But we want to, yeah, we just want to be a part of that that communication that happens. You know, um, there's a dialogue that just needs to be had. That yeah, a lot of times it just has to happen. They don't want to. I think they don't want to have the conversation because they either think it's hard or they, I think a lot of times people think it's uncomfortable. Um, but I can speak from having, you know, given birth. Um, it's when you get uncomfortable, that's usually when you're able to produce the most, when you're out of your comfort zone. You know, if you're trying to, you know, bring forth something and create something, you got a deadline and you got to get, you know, all these things done, that's pressure. You know, that that's having that, you know, that thing in the back of your mind, like, okay, I got to do this, 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 and this. And you just push yourself to get it done. And so you keep yourself from making excuses because you have a goal in mind. Excuses really, they don't do anything for you. They're not really helping you at all. You know, Mm -hmm. your brain is set up to protect you. It's set up to keep you at your current state. um, And they'll do whatever it needs to do to keep you there. Whether, you know, if you're a person that, always just sits on the couch all day your brain will set itself up to keep you on the couch all day and it'll be a struggle for you to get off the couch but if you're a person who has been disciplined uh his whole life his or her whole life then your brain isn't set up to sit still on the couch all day um sorry i'm when they made some biscuits and they're distracting me right now. I'm sorry. But, I made them because I don't have time in the morning. The children yeah. wake up hungry. So, but if your if your brain is set up <laughs> like mine, like my brain is set up to like biscuits. So if biscuits are around, I'm gonna, you know, I enjoy carbs view. as well. So anyway, uh, with with ex- what excuses are <laughs> is really your brain trying to just keep you where you are at. Like whatever it has to do, it will tell you because it's safe. It'll lie to you, um, which it sounds crazy because you're really saying it'll, you're lying to yourself. But you are. You're lying to yourself if you say to yourself that you can't do something. Um, obviously, I'm only trying to promote positive acts. You know, if 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 you're telling yourself to go harm somebody or yourself, you're lying to yourself. Don't do that. But if you're telling yourself or trying to keep yourself from really going after what you want, whether that's uh, a voice, uh, a job, a business, whether that's a new body, you know, exercise or whatever the case is, you know, whatever it is that you want. If you want generational wealth for your family, um, if you want just pure happiness, because there's really people that don't believe that they deserve to be happy. Um, if you if you're telling yourself that you can't have these things, then you're lying to yourself. Your brain is lying to you. 
and it's keeping you in the state that you currently are uh, rather than helping you to grow. You have to train your brain to help you to grow. It's not, it's not something that just automatically happens. You have to train your brain to get you to a spot where it's continuously, continuously pushing you to grow. So that's kind of something that we want to inspire here. We want to help relationships grow. We want to inspire unity, um, cultivate hope, you know, those type of things. We want to bring us together, really, especially in a time like this where people are honestly scared. Yeah, very so. fearful right now that they, I mean, you know, some people are, are, there's two ends of the spectrum. You have people who are essential workers and who are complaining that they have to go to work, but then you have those people who wish they still could go to work because they got laid off. Um, so you got people who are going to work and afraid of the virus, and then you got people who are staying at home afraid of, well, how am I going to pay rent next month or yeah. how am I going to buy groceries? And so we just hope that this is a platform where we can just give you not only positivity, um, but give you an open mind on our end to help you have an open mind as well to know that, you know, this isn't the end. There's, there's so much to look forward to in the future and, you know, things work out. It might not look the way that you want it to look. It might not happen the way that you want it to happen. But at the end of the day, you know, as long as you keep moving forward, as long as you're moving, as long as you're, you know, making progress and, and making efforts, you know, stuff will work out. And this is all new to us guys and gals. People, folks, world, <laughs> humans. <laughs> so this is all new to us. We're getting in this thing. We're building it. Um, and you'll you will probably see the growth. Hopefully you you follow, you like, subscribe, uh, turn on the notifications. Hopefully you interact with us. That's what we want. We want you to interact with us. We want you to share your thoughts. Give us some feedback. What? Did you like what didn't you like? You know, share it all with us. We want to know. We want to know what you want to know. If there's questions that you have for us, go ahead and ask those questions. Ask away. Yeah. We want to get interact. To we want to get to know you. We want to build something here with you. You know, this isn't, we may be the ones talking, but we want to hear your voice too. So there's ways that that can be done. Like I said, we're still setting things up. But we're going to keep pushing. Uh, we're not going to stop. This is something that we're going to continuously do because, mm -hmm. you know, we're always talking. And you have to part. keep those conversations going because, I mean, if you stop talking, then there's stuff that's going on around you and you have nothing to really say about it. So then it's like, oh, well, we're not on the same page anymore. So Yeah. And we'll have links in the show notes. We'll have... Um, the email address and where you can find us there. Uh, we can, we've made an Instagram account. Yes. We have a YouTube account right now and they will grow uh, from there. We are making more accounts and as they are made, we'll let you guys know. Just keep close, stay close, pay attention. Hopefully you're still paying attention now where it's getting kind of long. We have 35 minutes. But if you are still listening, if you want to follow Follow us on Instagram. Our podcast page is becoming, and then it's the number one, and then the word podcast. Or if you want to individually follow us, I am confidently underscore free. And I am Mr. Cornerstone. That's Mr. Cornerstone. 
like, you know, Mr. T, but no, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a bad joke. Never mind. So, uh, yeah, please interact with us. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want to hear. Um, just let us know. Hit us in the direct message. You know, I kind of have a thing against saying hit me in the DM. It just, it sounds too, I don't know. If it's something strange, he will show me. So just in <laughs> case somebody might have been thinking it, you know. And I'm going to tell. Don't be sending me nothing crazy. I'm telling, okay? But, you know, just, just let us know. Interact with us, please. We're going to do some things coming up like book giveaways and yes. uh, hopefully a couple of contest, contests. Um, just stay, stick with us throughout this thing. Uh, we're in this together. Right. We're going to grow. We got plans to buy more equipment. If you're wondering right now, mm-hmm. you know, we're on a broken iPhone. Okay. Started so. from the bottom. Now we're here. Okay. It's going to be the mantra. We're going to get somewhere. Don't worry yeah. about it. We're going to have some nice stuff. Yeah, so we have plans to get more things. You know, just right now we're on uh, not sort of chill mode, but with COVID going around, we want to keep our cash where it's at, basically. Yeah. Until all this is over, we want to make sure we're good. So, yeah, this has been the first episode of Becoming, Becoming One, One Podcast. Podcast. Y'all see how we did that right there? Yeah, Y'all see that? Right there. You know, I had to That's look like at her. One she, voice. she keep picking out her nails. No, I'm not. Yes, you this are. It's my hands. So I had to look at her so we can, you know, get lotion. on the same page. But pray for me, y'all. This has been the first episode, and uh, we hope to continue getting you guys together to listen to us. And uh, we really want to interact with you. So again, if you want to send us a DM, if you want to email us, please, we would love to hear from you. Um, and just build that community, like we said earlier. We just want to talk to you guys. Um, we might be the ones facilitating, but we're all participating in the dialogue. So, all right. And if there's ways you think you could help us out, you know, please let us know. Share we're, your feedback. Right. We're open. Yes. Again, talk to us. Please speak. Share your mind. Yeah. So, all right, y'all. This has been the Becoming One podcast, and we'll get back with you next week. Oh, frequency. Oh, so we will be uploading new episodes on Wednesdays and Fridays. So be sure that you're checking it out, that you're paying attention to um, those notifications and that you are tuning in and communicating. Because like I said, we might be facilitating, but we're all in this conversation communicating. So Wednesdays and Fridays will be when we put out new episodes. For sure. All right, y'all. Peace. Be easy.